0: This edition of the Geeks at the Gates is brought to you by Destination Venus, the big little comic shop tucked away in Harrogate's Westminster Arcade. We start all kinds of comics because we love all kinds of comics. Marvel Zombies, DC Divas, Image Imagineers, Small Press stalwarts, Indie Individuals and all points in between. We love superheroes, but there's more to life than spandex and we do our best to have something for everybody. Basically, whatever comics you want, we've either got them Or we'll get them if they're out there to be got. Find us on the web, destinationvenus.com.uk. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash destinationvenuscomic. Or on Twitter, at dvcomicshop. Destination Venus. Love comics. Welcome! Once again, the geeks are at the gates. Uh, Your geeks at the gate this week are me. Reggie Rigby, comic book retailer, wannabe writer, sometime critic, Mr. Jack Sinclair, philosopher, podcaster, general enigma, and Hat, artist, comic book aficionado, and general ball of creative energy. A new geek this week. Um, You've heard her mentioned if you've been listening for any length of time at all. We've been trying to get Hat. To join the team for ages, but life and circumstances kept getting in the way. Uh, and this is the first part of our Thought Bubble 2017 special, featuring live interviews, general discussion, and all kinds of wonderfulness. Um, we will get into it as quickly as possible because I'd rather you were listening to that than listening to me. But before we do, um, mention is made um, at some length, actually. Uh, in this podcast, of Rachel Smith's wonderful comic, Wired Up Wrong. The original came out la- at the end of last year, and as you'll hear in this podcast, she's kickstarting um, a deluxe version with loads more content, and I won't go into too much about it because it's in the podcast. Um, excellent, wonderful, amazing news. Um, I learned today uh, that the Kickstarter is now fully funded, which means this this deluxe edition is going to happen and what we're looking at now is stretch goals so prettier covers i don't know i don't know what the other stretch goals might be better bigger print run um i don't know but this is an amazing kickstarter the links are in the show notes please 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 give it a look and if you have a little bit of spare cash please consider backing it i know it's fully funded but back it anyway it is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful book. Um, you will hear more of my opinion in the general podcast, so I won't go on about it more here. But, but please take a look at the link in the show notes and go and uh, consider supporting Rachel Smith's Wide up wrong. Um, Mention is also made of another podcast and uh, another podcast um, and another Kickstarter uh, for Sarah Millman and her wonderful NPC NPC T comic. Um, we will be featuring that uh, towards the end of this month when her Kickstarter launches. Um, and I think, honestly, that's enough jibber-jab from me. We're, we're nearly four minutes in already. So, settle down, grab a cuppa, let's get into it. So, anyway, yes, Thought Bubble, ladies and gentlemen. I am here, uh, sitting around an extraordinarily stylish table.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: um with jack sinclair hello and hat hello and welcome hat um i've been trying to get you on this podcast now for a long long time
2: Uh, now i'm finally not ill
0: and and yeah (laughs) between 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 illness and gallivanting off to the south southern bits of europe which i really don't blame you for doing to be fair um, it's the schedules have never quite worked out. So Hi. welcome.
2: I'm finally here. It's
0: nice to have you with us. It's nice to be here. And we are here to talk about Thought Bubble. Uh, specifically Thought Bubble 2017. Although if anyone's got any interesting stories from Thought Bubbles of yore, well, I'm happy to hear those too. So, I don't know. Shall we start with some overall impressions? Um, I'll start with that because you're new. Thought Bubble 2017. What was it like?
2: Awesome. I really liked it. The atmosphere was amazing. Speaking briefly of 2016. It being like, I don't know, I think it being in the centre of Leeds and closer all the bits being se- seemed closer together even though they kind of were the same distance apart but i don't know maybe having the town hall in the middle and using millennium square it felt bigger and more exciting and more central mm. um it, and it, i don't know if it, it just it felt better yeah i i i thought it felt it felt more spread
0: out to me the the armories the the old venue for those for people that don't know the old venue was and I, I'm afraid, I still think of it as Savile Hall. Yeah. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> when I
2: went last year and I, it was no longer, I was although, grateful and glad. <laughs> although that
0: was, the, that was the fastest renaming of a building in history. <laughs> it really was. I, I, I imagine there was a little guy with, with a screwdriver and a can of paint the day the story broke, mm-hmm. I would have thought. But Savile Hall is opposite the Royal Art. No, it isn't. It's been renamed. It's New Dock Hall now. I'm not cutting that out, but it's yeah. New Dock Hall. New Dock Hall uh, is where Thought Bowl started. The yeah. first one was just in mm. what is now New Dock Hall, um, and then after a couple of years, it expanded into the ground floor exhibition space of the Royal Armories, which is opposite, across a sort of large plaza, sort mm. of square type area, um, and that worked really well for quite a lot of years. Uh, but the festival grew, mm. and then they put a massive marquee that basically filled the plaza, yeah. in between that, and. To me, the old venue had started to feel a bit claustrophobic.
2: Yeah, I liked it
0: out there; it was great. Um, but we were a bit stuck out.
2: It was a, it, it was quite quite the walk from central Leeds. Yeah, um, if you didn't drive down there, I guess it was it was kind of a and following all the signs along the canal and stuff was mm. it was a fun adventure to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But now I think it's it's so easy to get to, and like I, I think it'll attract more people because it's so central as well. People that sort of happen to see it and realise it's there. I was going to well. say,
0: I think I think people people saw it, and even if their their only reaction was, "What the bloody hell is that?" Yeah. And anybody who saw Jason Voorhees walking down the hedgerow <laughs> with a massive spear <laughs> um, may well have thought, "What the hell is that?"
2: I think the community police officers that I saw looking at him <laughs> thought, "What the hell is that?" And that was a beautiful moment.
0: They were definitely definitely having a little internal monologue about whether they should intervene or not were not they yeah
2: yeah checking I, their phones for things it was uh, I, it was interesting
0: i enjoyed that it was fun <laughs> and there was a great wood elf kind of cosplay girl with yeah. with really really rather nifty antlers yeah who I,
2: antlers.
0: who i saw just standing at the traffic lights waiting for the traf- wait waiting for the lights to change so she could cross the road and i swear she nearly caused a, she nearly caused a pile up <laughs> because her costume was so good she looked real yeah. She didn't look like somebody in costume. It looked yeah. like
2: she stepped out of talking. And was she stunning. And
0: she was just standing there.
2: Yeah, like it was normal. Because it is. Crossing the road yeah, is normal. Completely <laughs> unselfconscious. Yeah.
0: So it just looked. Yeah, I, I swear she nearly caused a. My favourite
2: cosplay moment though was when I I was crossing the road um, from. Oh, I'm terrible at the streets.
0: Cookridge Street. It was Cockridge
2: Street, yeah. And there was a, a there was a Rolls Royce and people coming out of their wedding inside <laughs> yes, the, the town yeah, hall. Yes. And there was just like they were all they were all filtering out like from their wedding, getting into the wedding car, surrounded by people in cosplay. And I was like, "Wow, you're either going to yeah. be really annoyed <laughs> or just look back on this and laugh." In I the think future, I really hope you look back on. I this think and laugh.
0: honestly, I think when they look back on it in a couple in a few years time, it will be a great wedding day story. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't blame them for being unbelievably <laughs> pissed off on the actual day. I really wouldn't. Oh, it is... was
2: so funny. <laughs> really funny.
0: Yeah, it was because I thought at first, um, it the Rolls Royce might be cosplay. Yeah. Because it's exactly like the Rolls Royce they're using, Wraith. Nah. No. <laughs> and uh, oh, that's someone's really got to town on that. Uh, oh oh no shit! That's just a chauffeur.
2: Yeah.
0: That's just a dude doing <laughs> his job. There's going to be a bride coming out of the. Oh oh. Yeah,
2: there was some very. Uh, unhappy looking gentleman. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there's going to be a bride having to fight her way through two and a half thousand Gerald Wayfans fans. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And there were a lot. Yeah. There were so many. There were. Bless them. Yeah. yeah. Which,
0: in many ways, is nice to see.
2: Yeah, it's,
0: mm-hmm. it's great. It's, 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 it's good really when good. young people are enthusiastic about
3: things. So
2: yeah, my other favorite cosplay story is the two people that got on the train at Harrogate in cosplay, like at the train station, and I was like, wow, that is commitment. Like you've come all the way to the station in full cosplay. And you've got on the train in it, and now you're going all the way to Leeds. And it's like, yeah, good for you, because yeah, yeah, that is yeah. That, that is it's genuinely brilliant. nice to see with a tail.
0: It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> I
2: was like, you're going to sit on a train with that? That's not going to be comfortable. But, but yeah, it's yeah, nice when good, people man. feel
0: feel so comfortable in whatever their thing is, uh-huh. whatever mm-hmm. their, Yeah, whether it's cosplay or I mean, I it took me a long a long time as a teenager before I would read a comic on the train. In spite of the fact that I went to Sheffield on the train to get my comics, and on the way back, uh, shall, I, shall I read one? No, wait, till I go. Because yeah, being seen to read a comic on the train was kind of a weird thing in 1988, um, and now <coughs> years later, um, <laughs> we've got kids who are yeah, you know, cool. Yeah. With, yeah. With, totally. With just yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is my thing. This is what I it's do. Great. I don't have to justify it to anybody. Yeah. I don't have to be nervous about it. I'm just going to do it. I love. I love that we've come that far.
4: Yeah, that was my main concern with the move because by the Royal Armies, it's so tucked away. We could. Have, mm. It was kind of our own little thing, and no one really wandered across it and could spoil it. Being so centralised in town, I was concerned whether you know you get some rowdy people coming up and just like ripping yeah. into everyone. And... You're
2: quite close to the pubs, are you? Around? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think so that none of that happens that, pos- no. that
0: possibility was always there, but honestly, I think we probably had them outnumbered. Um, <laughs> yeah. It felt that way, definitely, I think, walking down the hedgerow. <laughs> I think, also, our guys were armed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, everything they were armed with was plastic, but other people were not to know that. But I, I, I think that might be why there was less cosplay there than I was expecting. Possibly, yeah. I think a lot of people who were cool to dress up as somebody, something from Studio Ghibli Mm. Um, in that little bubble by the armories mm.
2: yeah.
0: maybe we're thinking do I want to walk down the head road dressed like this? Yeah. Do I? Mm. There was a
2: lot of uh, of um, Night's Watch and sort of Northmen and fellas with big axes and, and yeah. yeah so that you know because I guess that's more mainstream and it's safe I'm guessing, no, yeah. yeah, No, I'm, one, no one's going to mess with a guy that looks like... Well, yeah, there's also that. He's I mean, out of Game of Thrones, like, walking through Leeds. But there. also, how
0: much yeah. of that is, is, oh, they're dressed as a character from Game of Thrones, that's really cool. And yeah. how much of that is, dear God, you're built like a brick house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not... I think you look ridiculous, but I'm not going to tell you yeah. that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I got stuck behind four guys that were in those those kind of outfits. Um, and I'm... I, for the listeners... I'm five foot tall, <laughs> and um, basically being in a being in any con, to be honest, in a crowd, I can't. I don't know where I am. I don't know who um <laughs> whose table I'm sitting next to because I can't see anything, and I was stuck behind these four guys, and I was just like, "Yeah, wow, no one is, no one's going to mess with them." But then actually, yeah. back <laughs> three three foot wide, uh, there and there were some fantastic happened. Game of Thrones. Stunning. Really it was also stunning.
0: a brilliant Hagrid. Did you see Hagrid?
2: No, I missed Hagrid. It was a fantastic Hagrid. Oh, got it.
0: Um he was
2: huge. Dolores Umbridge was amazing. I, was I remember great. you saying
0: you wanted her cosplay was so good you wanted to punch so her. So
2: good, she made me raged. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I just had that visceral reaction. It was that good. I was uh, shocked. And actually what I, what I
0: really liked about the cosplay was how much of it was non superhero related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, there was a, there was nice diversity there. Um, I
2: tiny Matt Smith Doctor Who. He was so cute. He must yeah. have been about like eight. Yeah. <laughs> he was great. Also,
0: kids in cosplay was nice to see. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I came. Uh, there was a um, a lady killer. You know, the fifties housewife. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And she just looked like the perfect fifties housewife in the pink fifties dress. Um, but she had a pair of marigolds. And just one foot had blood splatter on it. Oh, nice. It was very, very subtle. I liked that. That yeah. So so you know, it was nice to see. Lot, yeah. you know, quite a lot of characters I didn't recognise that I'm assuming were probably manga.
4: Um. Yeah. Maybe I went with like the the intention of finding some cosplayers from one of the podcasts that I listened to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dungeon Dragons one, and literally as soon as i stepped foot on like the premises that i saw them immediately there's three of them and I... like
2: three people dressed as taco by a chance yes yeah i saw uh, them too yes. yeah.
4: and i was so happy to find them <laughs> and i did think at that moment like had i not known what that podcast was i would have assumed oh that's manga or anime mm. because you know yeah. they had like an umbrella with the elf ears i thought it's probably some anime thing i yeah, realized that, no yeah, actually that's my
0: go to assumption as yeah. a character yeah. i don't
4: recognise, to be fair
0: that that was good uh, did you see Snotgirl? Yes, that was so oh, good. I missed
4: that.
0: She was great. She had glittery snot. Oh, yeah.
2: amazing. I'm sad that I missed that. She
0: was really good. And when I... Because the first, the first time I saw her, I nearly took a picture. Uh, I, my ethics prevent me from taking pictures without permission. Yeah. yeah. And, and guessing permission would have spoiled it. Because she was sitting um, in Millennium Square on one of the plan- planter thingy jigs they have. Just looking at her phone. <laughs> And that's the most snot girl pose they could possibly be. <laughs> uh, I, eventually, I eventually ran into her outside Victoria Hall and uh, asked for a picture and she immediately went, hang on, let me get my phone. Nice. <laughs> I
2: love it. Uh, and
0: actually, do you know what? One of the highlights for me is nothing to do with Thought Bubble at all. But I, I, I'm going there now because I've just mentioned Victoria Hall. Never been in Victoria that's Hall before, beautiful. ever in my life. I've lived in Yorkshire my entire life. Never been in Leeds Victoria Hall. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. pretty bloody impressive,
2: isn't it? It's stunning in there. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, It's
0: beautiful. Mm. Lighting's weird.
2: Yes, I, I thought didn't, that. Didn't take
0: any pictures in there because everyone looked yellow.
2: It was very dim in there. Mm. I kind of, I don't know, part of me was like, this might be quite, I don't know, if I was tabling there for two days, I think I might have felt it was a bit dark, like stepping out. Mm. out I mean, I mm. was only in there for half an hour. You just... And I came outside and I was like, wow, was I was like being born. Like we're stepping back out into the street. <laughs> it was so bright compared to the inside. I was really quite surprised how, how dim it was in there. Mm.
4: But it had yeah. that kind of old-school, underground yeah. comic shop feel to it, you know.
2: Yeah. I like it with all the wood panelling and everything. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful place. It's absolutely stunning in there.
0: Yeah. I was also amused by the number of people who thought the key for Gerard Way was the queue to get
4: into yes. the show. Yeah. Hall. Yeah. I did I originally walked, think that.
2: No, I walked up straight up the steps. I was like, there's people checking bags at the top of the stairs. I'll just, I'm just going to go up there and find out. So, yeah. Bless yeah. them all queuing all the way down the steps, all the way around the corner. Like... The longest queue. We oh, have yeah.
0: a we have a regular customer here um, <laughs> who I saw at the very end of Saturday, who had queued for five and a half hours. <gasps>
2: oh my god! She
0: got her signature. Jeez. So actually, do you know what? Kudos, to Gerard Wave is sitting there for yeah. five and, yeah. and a half hours. Um, but wow, I I, I find that incredible. I I wouldn't queue for. I can't think of anything I'd keep for five and a half hours for.
4: I know on Sunday, Dinesh queued for like three hours, and I considered it on yeah, Saturday maybe because I have CDs for my mother to get. Signed. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair,
0: Dinesh doesn't count. Dinesh is a pro.
4: Yeah, I don't know how he managed the bag checks because he was like carrying around a suitcase and wheels and stuff no like that. Way. Well, Dine- Dinesh
0: left quite a lot of stuff with me. All
4: oh, right, really? that makes sense.
0: Um, because yeah, I mean, I, I, I assumed that Dinesh would get stopped oh, God, a yeah. lot. Um and I mean he doesn't look Aww. in the slightest bit suspicious, does he with like fifteen different bags and
4: <laughs> and and camera equipment yeah. and and yeah, all the that. other foldy oil that he carries around with him when he's doing his thing. He does sometimes look like someone who's trying to find the highest vantage point of a building just to set up <laughs> I love Dinesh dearly Dinesh if live, if you're listening,
0: you're my favorite customer honest even though I don't have favorites, but sometimes at cons, Dinesh looks a bit shifty. <laughs>
4: He's there for a hit. We know
0: it. Well, I guess well, the very nature of what he does... For, for those people who don't know Dinesh, um, Dinesh runs um, a business called Mal's Signature Services, uh, where, where he will queue so you don't have to.
4: Mm, he's very good at it.
0: Um, if you can't get to a con and somebody is there that you really want their signature, he will get it for you. Wow. Uh, mm. For a very wow. reasonable price. Uh, but it does mean that Mal spends most of his time hanging around. <laughs> um, and people get suspicious... I, and security, I think, was noticeably, noticeably stronger this year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I guess it's not that surprising. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a relatively high-profile, very open event. Yeah. Um, in the climate that we're currently living in. So, I, but I mean, I've never had my bag searched at Thought Bubble before. No. 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 Um, to be fair, I've only had it done once now because after the first time I got my bag searched, I never went anywhere with my bag again.
2: I had a bag all weekend. Uh, because I was buying everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. And every time I went, every time I went to a, the same security guard, I saw him about four times. I was like, it's just got more stuff in it. I'm really sorry. And he's like, in the end, he just sort of patted it. He was like, mm. yep, off you go. Like, <laughs> some people were noticeably more sort of into checking what was in my bag. But like the, this one poor guy, I saw him over and oh. over again. It, it strikes me
0: that of all the events, to have to be the bag search guy
2: it's the worst.
0: Because so how many people were carrying <laughs> fake weapons? Yeah. yeah. Legitimately yeah, as part yeah, yeah. of their cosplay. I mean, axes, knives. Yeah. I mean, there was the guy dressed as Logan with the massive fist blades. and, oh, wow. and uh, what? Uh, I mean, any other event. You, sorry, mate, no, repl- no replica weapons. Not having that. Yeah. Thought Bubble, are practically required. Yeah.
2: It's... <laughs> It was kind of
0: crazy, but I thought I thought the the, the security people they had were really really good. Oh, they yeah. were they were great. They were they were discreet. They were quick. Efficient, they were, really they were respectful. They they had just the right level of banter.
2: Yeah, one guy uh, said to me because I said obviously it was like a, the third time that I'd hmm. been through and this blessed this man. I was like yeah, there's just more stuff in it. I just keep spending money. He went, I've just seen a poster. Seventy-five
0: quid, and I was like, well. Where? Yeah, We live in a world
2: where that's not unusual. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. It was just, yeah. It was really
4: fun. Was I think really the, guys. like your sentiments about like how good they were—you can copy and paste about the entire Thought Bubble team. Like everyone's just fantastic. Yeah, they yeah. Always just, the, the red shirts were incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They were
2: so good, so helpful. Like, and because again short and lost frequently lost um, and they, every time I asked them anything they were just so helpful like directing me like no that's not the exit <laughs> like, thanks <laughs> again <laughs> that's not the exit okay um, yeah so they were brilliant really yeah brilliant. No, no I mean Super helpful. I, I, I think
0: we might as well take this opportunity to to thank the security people and the mm-hmm. red shirts yeah. and the general organizers of this whole event because they did an absolutely banging up job. Yeah. It yeah.
4: seems yeah, to be yeah, across the board, even like um uh, the big names that come over from America, they always say how good Thought Bubble yeah. is as a show, how well run it is, which you think in America, you know, they go to some of the biggest ones. Oh yeah. And you think that they'd have it down, but no. It's thought bubble seems to be one of the best run. And
2: people seem to really enjoy it. That's something yeah. that's, like I've noticed on Twitter, like the past like week afterwards, from the, some of the pros that were there, just saying how much they enjoyed it mm. and how much they like and thanking the red shirts again, like and stuff like that, and like saying how good the organisation was, but also like enjoying the people that came and like yeah. how mm. the fans behaved and how we were respectful, like. The British are very respectful and stuff and polite, and they really like that as well. Which I think, like, yay, well done, Yorkshire, for yeah your yeah, fans. Yes, <laughs> <so laughs> happy about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I and I think since since we're we in singing its praises mode, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. As far as I'm concerned, Thought Bubble is without question the best con in the UK. I think you can say um, that. it's it's just astoundingly good. Maybe not the biggest. Oh. it maybe doesn't have the fam- the most famous guests but the guests it does have all have something to do with comics yeah, yeah. Um. I don't I, I'm not averse to meeting the cast of Game of Thrones <laughs> but and and there is a Game of Thrones comic to be fair mm. um. but that doesn't feel like a comic con thing to me yeah. that's a pop culture con I, I, I am a child of the 80s I am as pleased as anybody else to see the car from Knight Rider <laughs> Um. but that is also not a comic and you know so I, I love the the purity of Thought Bubble. I love yeah. that it's about comics.
2: Yeah, and, and sequential art and illustration as well, which is nice yeah. to see some uh, people that don't necessarily do like interiors but do covers. Mm. That's really nice I think as well. Yeah. Um or people that do uh art based on comics or based yeah. on films. It's about as artists, well. it's about writers, yeah. it's
0: about people who work in the medium, it's about promoting yeah. the medium, and I think that's great. Yeah. yeah definitely. That's that's what I'm looking for in a comics Con. Yeah. And Thought Bubble does that better than anyone. The Lakes probably comes a good second. Shout out to the Lakes. (laughs) I want to go I I, I need to be nice to the Lakes because they've got Stan Sakai coming and he's awesome. Probably can't afford to go. Isn't that the week
2: before Thought Bubble?
0: It's two weeks three weeks. Uh, I don't know why you look at me. I have no idea.
2: It's around the same time. I remember seeing loads of people saying they were going. It hasn't happened yet. Is it not? Is it after Thought Bubble? Yeah there
0: there, there were two other other cons last weekend at the same time as Thought Bubble. Because somebody did, because you know lots of people were putting up on social media their, um, this is where, this is this is my table at Thought Bubble, this is where yeah, they find yeah. me. Um, one of the small press um, guys that I I am in contact with put up a, here's a map for anyone who wants to find me at Thought Bubble this, this year, and it was just a map from Leeds to Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Because that's where he was.
2: It's really handy though when people put on social media like, what their table number is. Like, that's great. I'm well, like, yes, yeah. because I don't actually know what you look like. I know yeah. what your avatar looks like. <laughs> actually, I don't know what you look like for real in real life.
0: This, this might just be great. me. This might just be me. And it, if I have a criticism of Thought Bubble, it's this is what it is. And don't worry, it's not a big one. I couldn't make head nor tail of those, those bloody bats. maps
4: went
0: great, <laughs> I was in the Boy Scouts. I was really, really good at map reading. I've got no sense of direction whatsoever, but give me a map and a compass, and I can find anything anywhere. I couldn't find anything
2: I couldn't find anything and I was looking at the people they were standing in front of me. I was like at a table, looking for people two tables away, and I couldn't find those two tables actually i, I just i don't even know what happened like, an example <laughs> hence I went back an, a, an example
0: of of how tolerant the red shirts were. Um, I was coming out of the marquee in front of the town hall and said hall? I'm really sorry can you tell me where Royal Hall is? <laughs> Not Royal hall, Victor- I keep, hall I keep calling it Royal Hall because I'm <laughs> kind from of can, can you tell me where Victoria Hall is? And she just went
2: <laughs> Amazing
0: Up the steps The massive big steps that you're standing next to <laughs> with the big hall at the top
2: That will be that With an enormous queue on the end. <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
0: And even then, I mean I got into I got into Victoria Hall. Um and once my eyes had adjusted to the darkness. <laughs> um I, I was look I was looking for um Rachel Smith. Never found her. Um I did.
2: You did. I didn't. I, I did. couldn't find did her. Did you not find her? Oh god well, it's not just her. me. No, I couldn't I went
0: into I went into Victoria Hall three times.
2: Yeah, so did I.
0: Before I found Rachel <laughs> Smith. I still
2: didn't find her. I went in three times and she could was, not find she her, was halfway
0: all. down the central aisle. Oh do you know. On the left, as you go in next to sarah millman <laughs> but i walked past them both at yeah. least four times because i was looking at the map thinking
2: yeah what the yeah. Bloody hell is that yeah i uh, yeah the maps for me especially as a, again a form for the third time i'm really short i can't find my way around when there's people around me because i just can't see um so i'm like right okay if i can figure out where this person is then i can figure out the next person i'm looking for this person three pe- tables down from that person and i'm like no no i've am I around a corner what's happened like and I'd lose people completely I couldn't find the, the crazy thing is like I was at Sarah Grayley's table looking for Lucia Bray who was literally at the table next door and I couldn't find her but like <laughs> it took me till the next day um so that was not cool but yeah I came back and felt really bad I was like hi sorry
4: I'm so glad I didn't make a plan, because it looks like it wouldn't have made any no. difference. I d- didn't. I... I, I
2: always say, like, for cons, you should make a plan and then pray to your gods. Because <laughs> realistically, the plan will not go well. Yes. And I, that's what I did. And really, I think the praying helped. I made it back on the second day and found other people that I was looking for. So, <laughs> wasn't too bad. <laughs> it was great. I found Jonathan Edwards on the second day and... Got Tangler signs.
0: That was cool. But, oh, well um, done, because I didn't yeah, find him.
2: I did. I was so happy. It did require mapping, planning, underlining, circling things, orienteering. <laughs>
0: I had to be honest. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't have the energy or the intellect left for that.
2: I um, did it at home on Saturday night. I was just sat there going ah, there. Oh,
0: Saturday night. Saturday night. I was so knackered. I, um, in my defence, I had to cart my entire stand from the car park. To the venue by hand Because you couldn't park up and drop off Ooh.
2: Craziness
3: So Which car
0: park? Well actually on the Friday I missed the turn off of the light So I parked in St John's Which is an extra quarter of a mile away Yeah <laughs> so, oh. oh wow So I carted 11 comics boxes By hand Across Leeds My shoulders still hurt And I was like But now, I've got uh, Social media pictures Of people like Anthony Johnston um, Friend of the shop And the show Doing uh, DJing at the party on Saturday night because he does it every year. Mm. Anthony Johnston is the same age as me. <laughs> he was Saturday night. He was DJing at the party like a boss, and I fell asleep watching Strictly Come Dancing.
2: <laughs> Amazing. I, it was a tiring weekend. Yeah, it was. It was really. Yeah, I was knackered on Saturday. Has to be said when I got back, I sort of just sat on my sofa and went, "Oh wow." then wasn't sure I was gonna make it back on Sunday but then I did and it was I was like no I it, it's just the distance I, I walked like six miles round a con like
4: yeah. my phone told me so
2: you know like yeah. <laughs> it's like you've walked six miles I was like wow my God that's crazy I' have only been to one place all day I've been in one place all day and I've walked six miles
4: I think like, it's like it's just like the information you're taking in just yeah. from like the, like all the stands and all the obviously because everything's eye catch that's what it's designed ah, there to do so, so exciting. there's so much information <laughs> that you I think it takes you like a whole evening to process it yeah
2: definitely because it's
4: just like I, that's what I love about like all the small little tables with all the indie people they're so passionate like they've just made all the heart and soul and everything and I feel great. like you just have to like take it all in to appreciate it yeah so what were your highlights, Jack? Going in blind is a whole new experience. I loved just discovering tables. And is this your
0: th- first... No, it's not your first. It's my second It's your one second as a, a non-retailer, retailer. yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah, and the first one I did, I kind of went in with a retailer's kind of mind of like I'd mapped everything and I, like, I knew where to go on a mission, but this time I decided... You, you appear to be explaining where I went wrong because I've never done that. <laughs> I mean, it helps, but... Uh, yeah, so going in blind was just really cool, just discovering stuff, just like something catching your eye and that's how you had to stop and fight away to that table because like what was that oh my god that's amazing uh seeing Tom uh Mueller was really really cool he's got some amazing like designed stuff and he had uh probably the best bit was his bags were free and they, they were just these bright orange lovely designed bags because obviously that's his job so I was just happy just to buy like a little newspaper with all his different designs in just to get a bag oh that was my highlight for me uh but yeah, no, I just loved just going around, just uh seeing what was cool and just chatting to people I didn't or normally wouldn't because of that.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So that was really nice, just kind of discovering more. That's what I loved about it. That's what I loved about Thought Bubble. That's what I've always yeah. about
0: Thought Bubble. That you find you find stuff and you meet people.
4: Yeah. It's really sociable. It's not it's not yeah, it's as military. Nice. Yeah. Like some cons, you've really kind of got to keep moving, but there you can stop and chat for so long. It's great.
2: Yeah, I always, I always feel guilty about like the amount of time I was taking <laughs> up from people because I was like, yeah, I really would just want to talk to you about how cool your stuff is, especially like indie people, and yeah. it was just amazing some of the brilliant things that like you just stumble across, and yeah. it really was like some of my favorite things, the things I've just like found, and mm. yeah, that's what's I think that's what's really nice about it. It's not it, you're not sort of forced into right, right you're stuck walking through these things that you recognize constantly all the time There's mm. so many people just like with their special what they've created that's yeah for me especially like looking at that kind of stuff coming from an art background like seeing um people bringing like their own their printed co- uh, comics that they've made or mm. if they've got prints of like uh, characters that they've created that they don't necessarily have a comic for net yet but they're like developing these ideas yeah that's really mm. exciting and seeing some like it's
4: just beautiful art to be yeah. honest this is, this is it's inspiring you totally know, it's, inspiring these yeah. people are just doing it they sometimes have like proper job i say proper jobs but like you day know job. day jobs yep, and yep. this is just like the, the <laughs> little side project of the kind of passion yeah and you think well i can do you know yeah. something similar that's it isn't it that's the yeah.
2: inspiration definitely i've got this amazing this one guy who sort of just sort of stopped me on saturday morning really early it was really early saturday morning somehow i managed to get over there uh early i don't know how and um I was just wandering around trying to figure out where the hell it was Um, and this guy was like hey come and see what I've got and I was like okay and I went over and I got this I've got it it's tiny it's absolutely I've actually got it with me I'll show you it's easier Um, it's this absolutely minuscule comic and it's just I love it and it's something I totally wasn't expecting and I wasn't looking for and it's like not a person I was trying to find to get you know to see their work it's just this really tiny little comic It's called Monster Kids and it's it's just it's about it's about a monster with allergies and I absolutely <laughs> love it. That's awesome. is really gorgeous? It's just such a nice little thing. Who's and that, by? This is by uh, by Adam and Pete. Monster um,
0: Kids by Adam and Pete. Yep,
2: yeah, Adam Wilmot and Pete Taylor. And I, I love it. Um and they yeah. have they have like a yeah, they have um loads of other comics, but that was it was a quid and I was like it was early in the day and I was trying not to spend all my money at once because I was trying to be sensible <laughs> and I just saw that and I was like as a human being with horrifying allergies this really speaks to me I <laughs> <know>? <laughs> and I love it so much it's one of my favourite things I found it's it's like what yeah. a, 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 A7, A8 it's tiny it's, it's the yeah, smallest it's, comic it's I've ever seen thing. and I love
0: it <clears throat> uh, It's it's professionally printed it's not Yeah yeah mm.
2: it's just beautiful and it's just
0: it's just a, it's just one joke isn't it Yeah
2: one. it's great though and it's,
0: it's such a it's, that's a beautiful little thing and i will try and put links in the show notes
2: it's great it's um, such a nice little object yeah. i just really enjoyed it and i was like yeah I've, it's great it's it's super cute something <laughs> that i
0: i think i think my my equivalent find to that i can't remember how much i paid for it it might have been 150 yeah it was a7 a6 a6 yeah whatever half of a5 is
2: yeah a6 yes yeah. that's a7 that's
0: half, um half of and it it wasn't done by the, the 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 nice lady who had the stand, and I'm really sorry, nice lady who had the stand. I cannot remember <laughs> who you were or what else you had on your stand. And this wasn't hers; it was her son's. Um, and she'd made a deal that she would take these these little comics that her son had made and put them on her stand, and he could have Aww. the money. And it was called Kylo Ren's a, 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 a day in the life of Kylo Ren. <laughs> and it was brilliant. It was just it was it was. Clearly drawn by a fairly young child. Yeah, and it was just just like eight pages of Carlo Renbin, really whiny. It was great.
2: (laughs) Fantastic. He really understood.
0: So, so there was that. But the other one I really liked. They were way down in the corner of the Millennium Square Hall. I think it was Engine Comics. I might be wrong. If it wasn't Engine Comics, I apologise both to you and to Engine Comics. But it was a guy doing his had his comic, his self-published thing. Uh, and he had a banner behind him mm-hmm. that said, you know, whatever his name was. Sorry, mate. I can't remember your name. Terrible <laughs> names. Ra- oh, Engine Comics Writer Artist. Next to him, at the same table, was his daughter. Oh. Who was about nine. Also with her own comics. Oh. Also Brilliant. And also with her own banner that, that had her name on it. Engine Comics Writer Artist. And I thought that's such a wonderful thing for a father to do mm. for their kid. Yeah, definitely. Such a wonderful way to share your passion with yeah. your kid.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but also to make your kid feel included, to make them feel mm-hmm. special. Yeah. I, I, great. You know, I just just I love stuff like that, and that's a that's a proper comic-y thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, links will be in the show notes to all these things as soon as I've looked them up because I'm doing them <laughs> from memory at the moment, and well, we all
4: know how well that works. Yeah. Oh, did you ever find that raid seventy one stand? No, no, because uh, I was uh, just before I left, I had about forty quid left in my pocket, and I thought, well, I, I need to find.
2: How did you, that much How did you manage that? How, you
4: that <laughs> How much did you start with? <laughs> no, I started with a lot more. Trust <laughs> me. Um, I was gonna find Andy Bennett, uh, and, uh, Andy Bennett's table because I knew he had a new art book out, and it was of Overwatch characters. And I've never played Overwatch, but I love his artwork. So I thought, well, I've got some money left. I'll mm. pick that up. And I just happened to, again, my eye just got caught by this absolutely gorgeous like, Batman poster. Um, and I just looked at this table, and I, at first I thought, oh, is this the Mondo table? Because I'd seen like Mondo had released like, their artwork they were going to do for hmm. Thought Bubble, and I hadn't seen that, and I thought, wow, this is gorgeous. And it wasn't, it was Rage 71, and they had some like Mondo-level or better quality artwork. Wow. And I knew that Ian was here at the shop and he had mentioned that he would have, if he could, have got a Mondo poster. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, I mean, this is 40 quid, it's here, and it looks, if anything, better and it's Batman. I thought, I'll buy it for Ian. And so he's got something because <coughs> I knew he wasn't going to go to the con. And I'm glad I did as well because like, that table, like I, all their artwork was stunning. Like, I'm definitely going to find them next year. I know the guy like, you wow. mean. I
0: saw him last year. I know the guy you mean. Yeah. Although um, I should just say, Ian's not here to defend himself, but... <laughs> I had a conversation with Ian last Friday about how one of the reasons he wasn't going to go to the con was because if he did, he would spend money he yeah. didn't really have on posters. And he's already run out of wall space. Yeah. And <laughs> I've <got> he, <laughs> he hasn't actually been able to put up the alien posters that he bought from Mondo last year yet. And he's looking at either building a new wall or starting to put things on the outside of his house. <laughs> And it amuses me immensely that he managed to get a poster without even going. I
4: thought, yeah, I'd help him out with The that.
0: word we're looking for to describe your behaviour here, Jack, is enabling. Enabling, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant.
4: Yeah. Look, th- this is for Jodie to speak to me about. <laughs> I
2: uh, Yeah, I, I picked up. I picked up uh, a print. I was like, oh, yeah, look at this beautiful print, this tiny little print of it. It's an astronaut, and I just really love the style of the illustration. And um, I bought it, and I took it home, and I was like, really got nowhere to put this, but I love it so much. Yeah. And I'd bought another print. I'd bought a Jen uh Ripley print, and it's gorgeous, and I love it. Oh, I, I saw went that. There, yeah, I went there wanting to buy a Jen Bartel print. I was so British that I didn't take my copy of America to have it signed because I didn't want to take <laughs> up her time because that's who I am. Um, just painfully, painfully awkward. Um,
0: if you ever do that again, come and see me because I had <laughs> copies of America so, on
2: the stand. <laughs> so, so useless. But um, yeah, I, I, took, uh, I went and bought this print and I, I, I was like, right, I've got one thing. I can't fit anything else on my walls and I will take this home. And then we went back the next day and ended up buying two more prints by somebody else. And um, they're uh, the Cornetto trilogy prints. So there's a Shaun of the Dead one. They're beautiful, absolutely beautiful. There's a Shaun of the Dead one. We've got the... Um, oh, why can't I remember what the middle film's called? Somebody help me. Hot Fuzz. Thank you. We've got the Hot Fuzz one. But the last one isn't out yet because it's not been approved by Simon Pegg. And apparently, if you bought these two... Then the last one, you can get from the website at a big old discount. Mm. So, of course, we did. So now I have to find space for three <laughs> posters on my wall. And also all the other stuff. All there. I can
0: say is that I know a good bricklayer. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's, that's where we're at, I think. It's getting a bit crazy.
0: So what was what was everybody's his highlight sort of purchase, the thing that you're happiest you got hold of? And why? So I'll let you think, because mine's, mine's easy and difficult to explain. Um... <laughs> It was in the Cookridge Street Marquee. Um, I've got no idea who I bought it off. They had a table in the Cookridge Street Marquee. Uh, just a little bit down from Dr Jeff, who I still need to talk to about getting Fetish Man in as to stock in the shop. But anyway, that's irrelevant. <laughs> but I was walking down, and they had lots of little art prints on that table. Nothing bigger than A4. Most of it was smaller than that. And there was one that made me laugh out loud. As soon as I saw it, couldn't help myself. I made my dad In fact, I'm giggling about it now because it made me laugh so much. Um, and apparently I was the first person to get it, up to and including the artist's partner. I don't know whether she was the artist's actual partner or business partner or yeah. art partner or what, but he'd done this thing and even his partner hadn't got it. And I was the first person to get it without having to have it explained, and so I was a little bit proud. So... I'm going to describe it to you, and I'll see if you recognise it. Okay. Um, it was a yellow, it was a flag-shaped thing, and it's based on a flag. Um, it was yellow, and coiled in the middle of it, like a like a snake would be coiled, was some electrical flex with a plug, an electrical plug, <laughs> as its head. And underneath it just said, step on me. Am I the only person who gets that? Yeah,
4: I'm not. I'm not getting this.
2: That's reference to the "Don't Tread on Me" post. Yes, flag, isn't it? Yeah, yes. and it's just like, yeah, no, do. <laughs> it it gives was... it to, to the same crowd. It was yeah, I am with yeah. that, and I and love that. That's, That's why I loved great. it. It was great. It was
0: like, yes, of course. Okay, <laughs> for Explain the benefit me. for the benefit of Jack, um, <laughs> there's a. <laughs> Do I call them
2: alt-right? I don't know.
0: Actually, I don't think I don't think most of these people probably wouldn't identify themselves as alt-right. No. So I, so I won't. I'm now it. understanding why I don't know about yeah. this. Uh, but there's a there's a um, what should we call them? Conservative. Yeah. Um okay. Small C conservative, um, particularly in the south southern states of America, have a flag uh, which is supposed to symbolise leave me the hell alone and we'll leave you the hell alone. But right. if you mess with us, there'll be trouble. Kind of thing, and it's a snake. Uh, I think it's a rattlesnake. With his head at the top. With his head at the top. Right. And it says, don't step on me. So, you know, don't I'm safe. step on me, yeah. I'm safe. I'm not a threat to you unless you piss me off. But if you do that, then we're going to have it. Okay. And this was the electrical. And no one flex. wants to stand Neither. on an upturned
2: plug. No. It's,
0: it is the most. <laughs> the most painful experience. Uh, with the possible experience of Lego. <laughs> and a
2: hairbrush. Hairbrushes are also bad. Lego
0: and hairbrushes <laughs> and electrical plug. And it made me laugh out loud. And I loved it. And it's my favourite thing. It's, wait. I picked up some amazing stuff. I mean, I, I picked up the latest copy of of Mulp um, from the excellent um, people at. Um, oh, for God's sake! I can't. I'm sitting. Oh God! I'm not. I'm not sitting next to a copy of Mulp. For God's sake! Okay. Um, I can't remember what they improper books. That's who they're called. From the excellent people at Improper Books. It's been a long day. <laughs> I find I say this on this podcast a lot, um, and I had a I had quite a good chat with them, and in fact. <laughs> that's a useful segue we're just going to drop in now uh the chat i had with um the extraordinarily wonderfully sparkly Bevy ismussen uh and i'm sorry bev i've almost certainly mispronounced your last name again sorry and the extraordinarily lovely sarah dunkerton got your name right sarah i'll just drop that this that audio in here and uh then we'll come right back to you So I've just popped across the, the tent to, um, I don't even know what stand I'm on. What stand is this? 156. To stand 156, um, yeah. which is improper books. Um, and the boss is away, so I've just snuck in. And I've got the very sparkly uh, Bev Mousson. Mousson? Muson. Muson. Do you know, I've been pronounc- I've mispronouncing your name for nearly 20 years now, Bev. And the equally easy to get wrong, but I'm not doing it this time, Sarah Dunkison. Yeah. Um... Creators of um, *Night and Dragon* and *The Queen of Diamonds*. The Queen of Diamonds, Deb. Queen of Diamonds. I know Queen
3: of Diamonds may come back at some point. I
0: don't know, it's all about dead queens. Totally, totally holding you to that. But dead queens, dead queens is also good. And of course, uh, Sarah uh, is is M- uh the artist on Mulk, which is probably the best anthropomorphic comic currently in print. Oh, don't, don't look at me like that. It is. It's awesome. So first of all, uh, new issue of Mulk else at the moment. Yes,
3: yeah, it was um, launched in July at Cardiff, but first time um, at Thought Bubble, and doing really, really well, it's lovely.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to apologise for not having got it into the shop by now, um, I, I completely cocked up and hadn't realised it was out, and <laughs> I've been telling people, oh no, it'll be out soon, I think they're launching it at Thought Bubble, um, so I will have to get that sorted soon. That's uh, absolutely fine,
3: Do you know, the boss is away, it's probably his fault. We'll go with that. <laughs> Actually, we
0: will go with that. Um, and so, Beth, you're you're here with uh, Night and Dragon and the Dead Queen Detectives yes. at the moment.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's the um, previous copies, but I've also got the um, new coloring book, which I picked up literally on the way to the train on Friday. Perfect. Like perfect timing, I would have said. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, to be fair, it should have been done about a month ago. But moon's house. Which I think is a valid excuse for being late. Oh absolutely, absolutely valid. Yes. yes. And then kind of you know, Thought Bubble being moved a couple of months earlier is completely thrown it. I mean everyone, whenever you go around the hall, there's the number of people who are saying, I got picked up the books on Friday because it's gonna kind of, we're all sitting there going, It's not November yet, it's fine. <laughs> remember, yeah, no, it's not November but nor is it Thought Bubble.
0: <laughs> okay, you're developing a queue and I'm holding people up. So uh, just before I dash off, how are you finding Thought Bubble this year?
3: Really, really good. I think a lot of new people are stopping by, a lot of kind of more interesting stuff around the city centre because we're more central now, I think. Yeah, there seems to be a lot more walking sales. I mean, a lot of the comics that I've been selling have been all Night and Dragon's been out for four or five years, and Mm -hmm. the Dead Queen for First issues, those are at least four or five years off, and they've almost sold out. So it's not, it's clearly not the usual market coming through. I mean, I think talking to a lot of people. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing really that from cool. a lot of people, it's yeah. really good to know. I mean even Mock 1, what's that like, it's probably about
0: 4 years old now, there's loads of people hitting up Mock 1 and then people coming back I mean, to that. First. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. It's really okay, I will let you get on, although at some point, can we get you on the podcast properly? Oh, yes. Of course. Because, yes. yeah, because this is great, but the background noise is going to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you very much guys, I will no, let you get on. Thank you. On. So yeah, that was that was Bev and Sarah, and I'm just going to call him Bev because I always get his last name wrong, and I've known him a long time now, and there's no excuse. Um, <laughs> so Bev, I'm really sorry. So yeah, I picked I, I picked up the latest issue of Morp. um I picked up Rachel Smith's 24 Hour Comic, which is great. And oh, do you know what? I want to roll now. I also had a bit of a chat with her about um, her forthcoming Kickstarter, and if if you're listening to this when it went when when it when it drops, um, the Kickstarter actually started last sunday Hmm. so you can get out get get onto kickstarter and give it a bit of support because it's great and we'll probably be talking about it in a future podcast uh so um yeah i'll just leave you with um that with the amazingly talented rachel smith um first of all how's thought bubble going for you this year
1: Oh, it's gone amazing. Um, everyone who's come to my table has been so cute and lovely, and uh, yeah, uh, it's my favourite show. This one, so uh, yeah, it's always great.
0: <laughs> How do you find the venue? This is so much smarter than a tent.
1: Yeah, I kind of looked out with the. Uh, so I'm, we're in Victoria Hall, and it is beautiful. Like I can't stop looking at the ceiling; it's amazing. And yeah, it's. I really like the that we're closer into. The centre of town. I I like the venue change. I think it was a really, a really smart thing to do. Um, But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: No, I was, I was sceptical about the venue change when they announced it, but I was wrong. I I don't don't mind a minute. It's been an absolutely roaring success. Uh, So, what? You're here with your usual stuff. Um, You've got the hourly comic um, day that you did, um, and uh, you're just about to launch Kickstarter.
1: Yeah, so I am uh, I did a book called Wired Up Wrong um, earlier in the... or uh, late last year, actually.
0: And it's awesome, by the way.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And it was this little uh, 40-page book uh, about my struggles with anxiety and depression, but it was uh, also kind of funny and um, uh, a lot of people found it very relatable. And I just kind of did it as a bit of fun. But um, the book sold out super quickly and reviewers like Andy Oliver were saying it was my most important work to date. People were coming up to me saying uh, it made them feel less alone or people uh, found it easier to understand people with depression. Uh, So I thought, okay, instead of just getting this reprinted, uh, because I now know there's such an audience for it, I want to make this uh, really special. So um, I'm gonna add a hundred pages uh, to it. Uh, so that's like seventy uh, percent new content, I think, or just over. Um, uh, and it will include the forty pages, and it'll just be a really nice bigger book. Um, and I'm gonna kickstart it, and the kickstart is gonna launch on the first of October. So I think on the first, if you just search wired. Up Wrong on Kickstarter, the page should come up.
3: <laughs> but yeah. Excellent.
0: Also. I'd, I'd... A lot of people I know didn't get to read Wide Up Wrong because I, I know I, I know I recommended it to everyone, <laughs> um, and I sold. I think I've, I've never sold out of anything quite so fast. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I I can't tell you my favourite bit of it because it's um it sort of spoils the reveal.
3: Okay.
0: Um, but I, the last page. Ah uh, yeah. Um. Abs. Is, is the last page in in the original going to be the last page in the?
1: The I, new one I, I think so because that kind of it it ties it together a little yeah. bit I think and it it ends on you know a kind of a nice note I think. That's, uh, that's... I think that's important it's like it isn't a book that's all gloom and doom it's about kind of recovery and yeah. and, and and self-care and I
0: yeah. mean that that's <laughs> what I liked about it. I mean I I I've had the um I didn't talk about it hmm. when I should have.
1: People are still so embarrassed and, and they they shouldn't be. It's just an illness like anything yeah, else. Yeah, no, so. I, th- I think
0: if any my greatest shame ever is when I rang in sick the day I realised I couldn't go into work again. Right. Um, I told them I had food poisoning.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: and And I am genuinely kind of ashamed about that, but,
3: which
1: is, which is I why mean, I talk
0: about it constantly now.
1: There's still such a taboo, though, so I'm not surprised mm. that, that you did feel like you had to make up but, something else. But I guess I, that's kind of what I'm trying to... Yeah. combat a little bit I, th- is, uh, I think that's yeah. why
0: Wired at Wrong is important because it's, it's funny and it's joyful and it's honest
1: yeah and it's also about kind of normalising it yeah. because so many people do suffer uh, with anxiety and, and depression or you know even a smaller kind of mental health uh issue and yeah just normalizing being able to talk about it and and finding ways to explain to people that may maybe don't understand yeah uh, so yeah because there's still people that think we're making it up and i can't stand uh,
0: that I, I, people who people who say stupid things like "Oh, cheer up <laughs> yeah or, why don't you have a cream cake <laughs> that'll cheer you up and it's like no we're not sa-. i think it's because people use depressed to mean sad yes
1: and yeah and
0: it's not sadness yeah really isn't mm. I, i'm not sure what it is but it's definitely not sadness it's,
1: yeah um i wouldn't
0: wish it on anyone so that's eight, october the first
1: october 1st is when the kickstarter will launch and it will run for all of october
0: october 1st which uh, as we're recording this on on sunday the 23rd is next weekend mm-hmm. um and if you'll listening to this when it drops i really hope you're listening to this on <laughs> the wednesday in between that uh, otherwise i'm late with the podcast so it's this coming Sunday, guys. Um, seriously, if you haven't read Wide Up Wrong, you need to. It's very, very good. Um, it's one of the best comics I've read this year, I think.
3: Aww, and
0: I'm not you. just saying that because you're standing next to me, I really do mean that. <laughs> it's great. Um, so, Rachel, thank you for talking to us. I know you've got to thank get back you. to your stand because I'm standing here looking at two customers that, that you are not serving.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm slacking off. At, 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 at some point, I I hope we'll be able to get you on the podcast properly
1: I'd
0: like that Yeah. Um, but for now thank you so much for talking to us I will let you get back to it thank you thank you so yeah that was Rachel Smith Um, and actually I'm going to talk about Rachel Smith a little bit if that's alright
4: yeah yeah
0: Yeah. sure Um, first of all because Rachel Smith is awesome and people don't say that enough Mm. um, because you can't (laughs) say it often enough that Rachel Smith is awesome uh, I love her stuff. I love her style. I don't know if... I, I'm, you were looking for us. So I'm assuming you're familiar with it. Yeah,
2: yeah, which is great, because you know how I'm really terrible at names. I was like, yes, I am looking for Rachel Smith. And then we spoke about Rachel Smith the other day and her Kickstarter, and I completely forgot that that's who I was looking for. <laughs> and, and then I saw the, um, the thing on Twitter about the Kickstarter, and I was like, oh, yeah, of course. And yeah, no, I do, and uh, I will be Are we backing that.
4: I don't know if you've come across her stuff. Uh, I think it was my last uh, thought bubble as a retailer. She was directly opposite us. Aha! Uh, and nice. all through, like all Saturday, um, I had been staring at stuff, just thinking, "God, that looks amazing! That yeah. looks gorgeous!" And then, yeah, I picked it up. The rabbit, I think it is. The rabbit's great. I love the rabbit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then obviously, ever since then, I was like, "I'm a fan" because I've loved every. Yeah, every I,
0: I, 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 my ambition is to get her in here to do a signing. Um, but my experience of doing signings in here is that there isn't room (laughs) so (laughs) so I might not do that but I'm really excited for her Kickstarter Um, little peek behind the curtain listeners Um, we haven't just listened to to the audio clip you've just heard (laughs) not only have we not just listened to it but Hat and Jack have never actually heard it (laughs) and I recorded it last Sunday afternoon in a state of well extreme wool headedness uh so I can't remember what we said. Uh so I might be about to duplicate some stuff that you've just heard. Forgive us if that's the case. It's different voices talking about it, so that'll be interesting, won't it? But no, I am excited for her Kickstarter. She's she's doing a deluxe edition of Wide Up Wrong.
2: Hmm.
0: Um which I'm fairly sure you've read.
2: Uh, but yeah, yeah. I don't know,
0: I'm pointing at hat when I say that, which is no good for the podcast listeners. <laughs>
2: Even better as when we were doing the snake hands. That was a glorious moment. <laughs> Hard casting gold. <laughs> Did
0: you read Wide Up Wrong? No, I've I didn't. Seen, I, I've didn't seen it, but I didn't have it in the shop for very long because it sold out really yeah. fast. Mm. And Rachel sold out of it really fast, so I couldn't restock. Yeah. Basically, the original Wide It Wrong is a a short, really quite short,
3: yeah.
0: autobiographical comic um, about um, Rachel Smith's experiences with anxiety and depression. I think I can relate to. I think, oh,
1: um, can. Yeah.
0: and it's beautiful because it's an autobiographical story about experience of depression that is completely joyful. That's hard to do.
3: Yeah.
0: Genuinely hard to pull off. And it's brilliant. Um, and she I mean, the, the, the personification it's not really personification, the characterization of depression as a black dog is is something of a cliche since yes. since Churchill mm. Rachel Smith characterises her depression as a black dog called Barky who is quite cute actually and is the mortal enemy of her cat <laughs> because it's impossible to be sad around a cat and it's lovely and I'm, I'm not I, I know I said this in 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 the interview I remember this because I'm, I'm a professional the last page of Wired It wrong is is something that I now use as a as an inspirational thing. And I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't want to spoil it, because everybody deserves that reveal at the end. Um, And everybody should read it because it's really really good. If you've had experiences with depression yourself you're so going to recognise it and if you haven't you really should read it uh, because it might help you understand people who have. And having seen depression from both sides, I've lived with people who've had it, and I've had it Because I'd lived with people who had it, I thought I understood it until I had it. And then I realised I didn't know what I was talking about. And I really wish that when the person that I cared about was going through it, I really wish I'd read Wired Up Wrong. I really do. Um, And so it's a book that everyone should read. The Deluxe Edition, which is what's being kickstarted, has about 100 pages more content, which Rachel Smith told me was 70% more which demonstrates to me that Rachel Smith is a brilliant artist and a poor mathematician, because <laughs> because Wide at Wrong has forty pages in it, so a hundred pages more is actually a hundred and something percent more, and it's great. Um, I haven't seen I've seen a, a couple of of things that are in the deluxe edition that that have been tweeted out on social media mm-hmm. and whatnot. Haven't seen the finished thing yet because the Kickstarter hasn't started yet. Um, but it looks amazing, and I'm assured that the last page is still the same last oh, page uh, so yeah. that's th- those of you who read the original why't wrong know what I'm talking about. Those of you who haven't you really need to back this Kickstarter do it uh do it really do it honestly do it uh, yeah and ironically i've i I've, I've been following Rachel um on social media like a stalker for a while, and she's had real problems getting the Kickstarter sorted this week Really? yeah, she's been genuinely tearing her hair out uh, but she has got it sorted now. So it is. It is going up on as we record this on Wednesday. It's going live on Sunday, uh, which is the first of October. So as you're listening to this on Wednesday, it's already live. So you know you might if you're listening to this on your computer, you could probably just just like go and back it while you're listening to the rest of this. Mm. And if you're on your phone, you can probably go and back yes, it. To be honest, I mean, not if you're driving no. or, or walking down somewhere busy, but if you know if you're sitting on the bus or whatever, you know you can back that now. I would if I were you. Really would honestly go and do that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So yeah, so I was excited for that, and I was also very, uh, very excited to meet again uh, Sarah Millman, who fortuitously had the the stable the stable
2: <laughs> stand slash table. I was with you. I, yeah, I understood what happened there. Yeah, I did that myself.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the world of was that a malapropism or a spoonerism? I don't know. Um, she was at the table next to to Rachel Smith, so so easy to find once I found Rachel Smith, which took me three tries.